Welcome to Remixed, your source for music reports, reviews, and remarks. I'm your host, Tyler Wheatley, and joining me today is the lovely guest, Matthew Yap. How you been, Matt? Oh, just miserable, Tyler, but... Just miserable? Yeah, just, just miserable. Perfectly miserable. Uh, it's getting to about that time of the school year where yeah. every class is cracking down all at the same time. Yeah, and it's just honestly the way I am is just a yeah, sad person. <laughs> just, just in general, it's not even that. It's just that this I'm is, just, I'm just sad. So this you know, is who I am as a person. <laughs> that's just who I am. <laughs> so, uh, you know, let's get things started off with a, an interesting question. Um, what is your preferred way to listen to music? Uh, okay, like, listen. we have a lot of platforms nowadays. Listen, everyone, prepare to like simultaneously groan at me because I'm about to be so pretentious. But I really prefer vinyl. And I hate myself for saying it, but it sounds better to me, okay? That's fair. That's fair. That's okay. Uh, no, my roommate actually brought his record player up, and we've been playing a bunch of albums on his. So, like, it's cool to, like... It's nice. You know, I go, like, digital. I'm more like Spotify, SoundCloud, but, like, mm. I have my record player at home with, like, 20 records that I just didn't bring up with me, unfortunately. <laughs> but, yeah. you know, it's just, like, it's just, it's just chilling at home. It's fine. Yeah, I've got somewhere around like 70 albums now. I shouldn't be, I don't have the money yeah. to have 70 albums. That's pretty incredible, though. I yeah. mean, just like the fact that you can just be like, I have an entire like week's worth of listening I can do right now. I'm just now. like, oh, you guys want to feel like super sad? Let's go to the sad section of my album collection. The whole album's sad. I don't just know the it's whole, just, the whole album. It's the whole section sad. is the sad section. It's fine. Um, but yeah, uh, let's talk about some not so sad things then. We can, we can not talk about sad stuff. I think we should talk about Demi, Lov- Demi Lovato's new album. Are you sure that's not sad? I mean, <laughs> maybe for her. Oh. <laughs> I feel like it might have been sad work just because it. <laughs> did, I don't think it lived up to expectations of what I thought it would be, especially with Sorry Not Sorry being so dope. Yeah, that was a, like, that was a banger. Like, I enjoyed that song, and I don't listen to Demi Lovato at all, and I was like, this is a banger. Like, this is pretty, like, this is pretty dope. And then the rest mm-hmm. of the album, I was like, okay. Yeah, like, there. like, you did stuff. You did that album. It's sad because, like, my favorite song on the album is also Sorry Not Sorry. And my second favorite song on the album is the acoustic version of Sorry Not Sorry. (laughs) So, I mean, that has a lot to say about the album in general. Like, the fact that the same song, just the acoustic version, is still your second favorite song in the entire album. I felt like this album was a little bit of everywhere, though. Uh, It was like a... Yeah. Like... Demi's on that kind of like "fuck you, I hate you, I miss you, I love you" vibe, mm-hmm. and like the beginning, and then it's like, but now I'm kind of sad about it, <laughs> and then it's just like, but watch me be great at the end of the album, and I'm like, what is going on? You're taking me a little bit of everywhere. My problem was is that like, like you said, it was really all over the place, and I didn't get like a concrete vibe, which I want from an album. Yeah, like I want almost like okay, this is how our album's going to go. Or mm. even if it takes you everywhere, let it take you everywhere, not just like random spikes of things. Yeah. Um, a really good example is, that's not going to relate to the people at all, but just take my word for it, is O, uh, it, it's the French artist, his name is O. His album, uh, La Quarte, French words. <laughs> it ends enough. with Bo, just know that. Look up O and then type in B-A-U. And you'll you'll get there, but either way, his whole album it sound it's kind of like Demi's where it sounds super different, 
But if you look at the lyrics and you Google translate those lyrics and you, and you like get the vibes from the songs, it does take you on kind of a journey of the beginning actually sounds like super, super happy, but it's about being in a toxic relationship. And the latter half of the album sounds really depressing, but it's about leaving the relationship. And even though you're sad, you feel like you're doing better. And so like, yeah, even though all the sound songs sound super different and it kind of doesn't seem like they match up, it's still telling a story. And that's what I think Demi's album Lash is what she was going for was like, you know, I'm gonna hate you and love you and get over you and she was trying to make kind of the story craft out of it and it just didn't happen. Uh, yeah, I felt the same. Like, it wasn't, like you said, even though all the uh, songs on that album sounded different, there was a there was a solid story and I felt like this one was just like, screw you, I'm moving on, but then it's like, I'm still addicted to you mm-hmm. and then like, uh, then like another like, bye, like, I'm yeah. done, like, watch me do my stuff and I'm like, but... What did you want? What did you want in this? What album? You Are want? you over him? Are you not? What is Demi going through in relationships right now? Demi, she... we just want to know about you. Are we you just... okay? Are you okay? Like, do we need to sit down and talk about this with her? Uh, I, yeah, I just, I don't know. I felt like the beginning of the album I really liked. I could listen to and enjoyed it. And then, mm-hmm. like, the middle of the album just kind of all sounded the same. Yeah. Like, it was the same song on repeat, like, six times in a row until Instructions came up. Or instruction came up, and then it was back to like that. Like I thought you meant like actual instructions came up, like uh, click next. And <laughs> like I was... instructions came up to like how to make a better album, but <laughs> <laughs> she didn't follow. Yeah, apparently she didn't follow that, but she put it on there just for and giggles. Uh, tell me that you love me. That's another good one in there. I enjoyed it, but like you said, is it sounds weird, but like. It was the best out of all the songs that sound the same on the album, <laughs> but yes. like it sounded like six of the same <laughs> songs. Yeah, like I felt like it was just it just kept going. Like I was like, okay, you know, I'll, I'll give it. I even gave it like three or four different listens of the mm. entire album just to be like, okay, maybe I'm just hearing just background noise and right. not really focusing on it. So then I tried to like sit down and focus on it, and like it just wasn't clicking for me. It wasn't yeah. like, hmm. These all still sound like you still yeah. miss him, even though you just told me you hate him like four songs ago. There was one point where like I was like, huh, did that like switch songs? Because like I couldn't tell because the beat was a little different, but I couldn't tell if the song had changed or not. And so I checked and it turns out it had changed songs three times and I had yep. not noticed. It's exactly what happened to me. I was just sitting there listening and I was just like, I was like, man, this song's pretty long. I'm four songs along already. <laughs> Like, the I middle like, of the album just lacked grabbing attention for yeah. me. I I, I just, think it'd be good a good, like, kind of house party album. Like, you put that on, and, like, no one pays attention to all what's happening, but, like, you can get drunk and dance to it. Yeah, like, it's just background noise at that point. This would almost be like you're studying background noise if you just wanted noise yeah. just to do stuff, because you're like, I'm not paying attention anyway. I think I genuinely, and this sounds like an insult, but I think drunk people would really enjoy this album. I think I do. they would. I don't think drunk people listen to anything. They no. just like noise. Yeah, and it's got good beats. Like yeah, like well, again, like sorry, not sorry, dope ass beat. Like, yeah, it was great. Like that's something I could actually listen to though. Mm-hmm. And then the rest of it would just be like maybe like the chill end of the party, just yeah. like throw on some Demi Lovato for some reason, and they're just, everyone's just like, yeah, okay, like yeah. this is fine. See, for me, I had zero expectations uh, coming in because I feel nothing about Demi Lovato. No offense to her. Chill gal. She's no Taylor Swift, but, like, take a (laughs) shot. 
Every every podcast. <laughs> every I'm every podcast, Matt says Taylor Swift. She's great. Listen, that's okay. I won't rant on that right now. <laughs> but I had zero expectations coming in for Demi Lovato because I had no feelings about her. The only time I've actually like been like, whoa, she's amazing, is when uh, at the oh who was it? The big boxing match not too long ago. Um, Kaepernick versus. Not Kaepernick. That's a football football player. player. I was like, wait a minute, that caught me off guard. Nope. Um, McGregor versus oh, um, Floyd. Floyd Floyd. Mayweather. Floyd Mayweather. Yep. Uh, She sang the national anthem there, and she like crushed that. I was at a frat party watching that, and like she had this house full of drunk frat dudes going wild over her like national anthem. Like that was incredible. That was something that was like, all right, Demi still got it. Yeah. Like, and so since that's the last thing I knew of her, when I like was like, okay, I'm going to listen to the album. I was like, she's got great vocals. This is probably going to be good. And, like, the vocals are good, and the music's good, and it just doesn't go anywhere, and that's really disappointing. Yeah, I was just like, I just didn't really get anything out of this album. I just, you know, I hate to, like, keep repeating myself, but I feel like now I'm just turning into the album. I'm just repeating (laughs) myself. But, like, yeah, there wasn't anything that, like, really grabbed me. This wasn't an album I'm going to go back to. This isn't something that I'm going to, like, remember Demi for. And like you said, like, you know, you don't really, you didn't really walk in with any expectations, and neither did I, because I don't listen to Demi Lovato on mm. like ever. I mean, not even like I can't even say like on a regular basis. Like never, I have never <laughs> gone out of my way to listen to Demi Lovato until now, and was not impressed. Yeah, I mean, I just wasn't. Yeah, I think. Oh God, I feel so mean because I'm sure she's a lovely. I don't know why I feel mean as if she's going to listen to this. But <laughs> you never know. <laughs> I I hope so, Demi. If you do, we love you and everything. <laughs> love we... you as a person. Yeah, it's just it felt very shallow. Like it felt like it felt like a studio produced album. Like a bunch of producers and songwriters sat down, was like, "What's gonna be the big hit?" Yeah, and they just tried it. They just sat down and then and were she like, sat down and sang it. Like it didn't feel any like there was no input in it. Yeah, it was almost just like what sounds good for like an "I miss you" song, mm-hmm. rather than like, do you actually have someone in your life that you cared about that you miss now? And it's like, uh, I feel like maybe that's why the album went from like "Screw You" to "I miss you." Yeah, like just <laughs> they just were this... just trying to cover the full range <laughs> of emotions for sales. <laughs> they're just they're just like, all right, let's have everyone just feel everything in one album. They'll be thinking about their ex. And then they'll be thinking about missing their ex. They're not. We're not going to keep it one Drake album vibe where you just miss your ex for like twelve songs in a row. I don't even have exes, but man, Drake really makes me miss my exes. Yeah, exactly. That's how strong Drake's albums are. You're just like, I don't even have exes, and I miss my exes. Well, it's like honestly, and that's a very real thing. Like Lemonade by Beyonce is about like African American women's struggles and trying to be with a trying to love a man who like is mistreating you. Obviously, I can't relate to that in the slightest. Yeah, but like. Beyonce makes you relate to it. She makes you feel it. Exactly. You're just like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. I was literally <laughs> sitting there. I was like, I do deserve better. Like, <laughs> but, like, that's that's a good album. Something yeah. That, like, and that's even, like, uh, like my roommate and I were talking about this the other day. Like, we're listening to, like, Hans Zimmer scores from, like, mm-hmm. his popular movies. And, like, we're watching, like, the Game of Thrones ones. And I'm literally great. picturing the entire episode in my head. And, like, we're both like, this is great. He wrote this so well, you can literally see the entire thing in your head. Whereas, like, and I know Demi Lovato is no Hans Zimmer. No one's really going to compare besides other, you know, obviously amazing composers. But I didn't get, like, this full range of emotions or picture things in my head. It was yeah. just noise. It never felt authentic. Yeah, it was just, like, 
again, like a studio produced song, like no heart in it, no feelings in it. It was just made to be out there and make money. Yeah. I don't know. Hopefully, uh, hopefully she comes out with something else. I hope she kind of stays on that sorry not sorry vibe, yeah. where she keeps that kind of pop vibe to it and keeps going with that because it was like that was a good song. Yeah. I liked that. I mean, I don't know how if an entire album of that would work or not. Right. But it'd be cool to see maybe future songs or albums like that. See, I kind of want to see her almost completely just strip it all down, and I would be okay if she was like almost purely an acoustic artist. I think she would do well with like kind of like. A, indie vibe like singer songwriter type thing just because like like i said she has amazing vocals like kind of a really underrated singer yeah but it's just i feel like all the things that they're putting her voice with don't work and so i would like to see just kind of like a raw emotional album just like purely strip away all the like pop noise like heavy beat bullshit and just like i want to just just see demi i i feel like i would be more here for that you know i could respect that i definitely i could i could respect that as an artist her coming out and just being like this is just me yeah this is just me even if she's not playing the guitar and she just has someone else like mm-hmm. just acoustic i yeah i feel like i could enjoy that yeah like you said she definitely has great vocals i mean she's proven it just by singing the national anthem mm-hmm. in front of a, a billion people watching that boxing match I mean, great fight, by the way. Yeah, uh, it was okay. I mean, you know, stuff happened. People, <laughs> people threw punches and bombs were thrown. You know, just like bop, bop, bop. But uh, no, I think I would definitely enjoy that. Also, if she did just strip it all down, it was like this is just me. This is just my lyrics. You know, feel emotions in my song rather than like the whole beat fetishism that we keep talking about. Yeah. Like, if it's got a dope beat and sounds just okay, then it's gonna be popular. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I think that would be a good move by her. It'd be a little bit different in the whole pop scene we have now right. of everyone's doing that, of dope beat, okay lyrics, or dope beat, and like, yeah, they're good, but like, are they? And yeah. I mean, yeah, I think maybe that direction could make her almost stand out. Maybe it could make her rise. Yeah. Hopefully. Maybe we'll see more stuff like that then. I guess we'll just have to figure out if she really liked the acoustic versions of her songs or not. <laughs> I mean, listen, Demi, we two college students with no uh, like influence in the industry at all are telling you (laughs) that this is the way you need to go. This is where (laughs) this needs to happen. I understand uh, we are complete experts on these subjects. (laughs) Please please know this. (laughs) Please know that we are experts on the subject. Uh, We do this weekly, clearly. (laughs) We do this weekly. I'm a poli sci major, so I clearly know what I'm saying. I'm a computer tech major, so I've studied plenty of music. Yes. (laughs) Uh, but no, um, like I said, I have 70 vinyls. I'm an expert. <laughs> Matt is an expert on just vinyls. So if you could put it in a vinyl here, yeah, I can, I can tell you. you exactly what it needs to happen <laughs> if it's a vinyl. <laughs> As you know, keep it on Spotify. I'll keep listening to stuff, I guess. Um, no, but one song that I did like that just came out was Pink's new song, Beautiful Trauma. Yes. Oh my gosh. Talk about emotion. Talk about feels. Talk Real. about a story. Holy she did everything Demi needed to do in a single in song. In one song. I listened to this song three times in a row because I so felt like I was good. just drug in. I was just captured. I loved this. I don't I, listen yep. to Pink very often. I grew up with, you know, younger Pink. Like, yeah. my mom introduced me to, like, a lot of female artists when I was growing up because my mom's like, these are dope. And I was like, oh, my God, these are. And yeah. as a little kid, you listen to whatever your parents do. 
Oh, I did but not. Like, my mom only listened to Dolly Parton. <laughs> okay, that's fine. Then you, you know, you chose your emo punk route, and it went fine. And then you had also had your country days, so you know, you had your mishmash. I, that's the sad part is how much I could tell you about the country genre just because my mom. <laughs> <laughs> just because of my mom. That's okay. I uh, I got stuck in like the rap, early rap days because of my dad. Nice. And then like X one hundred three. It was X-103. like one hundred three. It was like a weird <laughs> blend of music. But no, like Pink coming out with this song after. Honestly, it's been a while. It's yeah. been a really long time since Pink's come out and done something. Um, just to see her like come out and do this was incredible. Phenomenal. I mean, where have you been? Right. Pink, where have you been? What have you been we doing? We needed you and we, you left we us. We have needed you for a while now. Mm-hmm. And then and then she comes out with this. I hope to I hope to hear an album. Oh, I hope so too. I hope an album comes out from this. If there if this is any indication of what a future album or even just more songs are, mm-hmm. I'm thoroughly excited. I'm gonna be a Pink fan. Yeah, I, I I've always loved Pink. I think we talked about it on a previous podcast where I feel like Pink's really always been on it. She's never had like there's never been a time where you're like, uh, Pink's album kind of flopped. Like she's always produced good content. Yeah. And, like, this song proves she still got it. Exactly. And I can respect that good things take time. You have to grind out in a studio. You have to sit down with the right people. You have to talk to the right people. You have to write the light, you know, the right lyrics mm-hmm. and be at the right point in life to have things be genuine and actually yes. feel something. I can understand that. So, you know, I can understand it taking time to release albums and songs. But please... We need you to get there faster. Right. <laughs> Can you just get in that creative process a little bit faster for just us, please? Come on. Like. <laughs> I mean, I just hope I'm not being too selfish. <laughs> no, like, I I hope to see more of Pink. This is something that, like, I want to get in the feels for. I want to, like, cry with someone with <laughs> these songs, like, genuinely feel something. No, I think, again, this to me, I... I say lyrics, but the thing I look for most in a song or an album, usually more is where it shows, is the album, is a story. And this, I think the best part of this song to me was it gave a full story. It gave a full, like, took you on a journey. And, like, that's, I think Pink does that really well. Like, yes. if you look um, at her VMA's performance when she won the, like, Trailblazer Award, um, she gave like it was a more or less a collection of all her past like popular songs. Yeah, and it just like reminded me of that. Like Pink really knows how to like weave a story. Pink knows like she knows what she wants to say and she knows how to do it. She's great. Exactly. She has she's figured out what good music is and has continued to do it. Mm-hmm. She's fi- and like a good story in literally just one song is incredible. Let alone an entire album that can tell a story. Right. I mean. She took me through like all sorts of emotions just in one song. Imagine an imagine an album coming out in six months right. just based just off of this. I would feel so many things. I know I'm gonna be everywhere. I'm gonna be a mess for like a month. I hope you know that. I'm gonna walk <laughs> into the pod and just be crying. You're like, do you want to record? That's okay. I guess. Okay, we can record the pod. <laughs> it's fine. No, I yeah, I hope to see more of Pink. I, I want I want absolutely. more Pink. Let's paint the town pink. God. Just found the name of the album. <laughs> Paint the Town Pink. Oh, my God. Pink, if you're listening to this. Again, we need more artists to listen to these podcasts, apparently. Guys, we have great ideas. <laughs> no, definitely. Uh, I, I'm i very excited for this, though. Mm-hmm. I hope to see more of this. Um, yeah, we can move on to uh, just recommendations in general before we actually get to the Billboard charts, though. Um, 
It's going to be a, a bit of a short episode, but you know. Things happen. So, Matt's recommendation for this week is the wonderful band Paint. Uh, again, as always with my recommendations, they're not super popular, but they're super fantastic. Um, I completely said it wrong. I said that their name is Paint. The song I'm recommending is Paint. It's by Paper Kites. Fair enough. Um, it's been a day, kids. But yeah, no, Paper Kites is great. I recommend their song Paint the most. Um, it's very, very uh, calming music. But again, it always tells a really good story. Um, another great song by theirs, Never Heard a Sound. Uh, they they do kind of this weird, it's not acoustic, but it almost sounds acoustic-y, very rustic vibe that I think they do really well. And so, yeah, I recommend them highly. Okay. Yeah, you know, I can respect that. I always like you bringing in your outside music, just giving us these Matt's everywhere. afraid of the mainstream. It's too deep and I can't swim. So. Yeah, it's fine. That's okay. <laughs> Put on your floaties, jump in feet first, <laughs> embrace it or don't. Or drown. <laughs> I can prefer that, yeah. Yeah, that's okay. Um, I'm actually going to go with, uh, I got into a new uh, rap album, uh, The Bigger the Artist um, by Boogie with a Hoodie. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, but no, there's a lot of features in this. Uh, 21 Savage, Kodak Black's on here. Uh, oh, Don nice. Q, Chris Brown's, Trey Songs, Robin Thicke's actually on this. Uh, we haven't heard from Robin Thicke in a long time. Good. And, yeah, it was pro- <laughs> it was a good thing that we hadn't, but now he's back and it's very subtle, so I think everything's going to be okay. Uh, but, no, I actually listened to this entire album when I took the world's longest shower and <laughs> enjoyed it. I just sat there just bopping, man. I was just enjoying it. Uh, I liked really every song on it. Um, I'll have to give it another listen, you know, probably to actually mm-hmm. have real full thoughts on it. But, uh, no, just one first initial listen play through it uh i enjoyed it i liked it it's i'm not really into like a lot of the mainstream rap i think it all kind of sounds the same yeah i mean it just does a lot of it's just like mumbling and then like some bass with hi-hats and stuff and you're like okay this is fine but no i thought this one was pretty good um i enjoyed it for it being new rap i thought it was pretty decent but um speaking of rap still number one on the billboard charts bodak yellow by cardi b um, it's a good song. I'll take it. I mean, yeah. I feel like everyone's saying again, like it goes hard. I didn't really, I didn't really no. think so. It doesn't really go hard. No. I think she's just, just a lot of females are enjoying a female rapper. Yeah. Here's the thing. Now, just like with anything, I'm a, I'm a devote feminist. Listen to our podcast, The Coven, and you know how That's true. feminist I, I am. I know just how feminist you are. But there is a, I think it shows the most in the hip hop genre that I feel like a lot of time women can do, we'll say subpar work and then get praised because they're women in the hip hop, hip hop genre, which is problematic in itself. And I think also for people, uh, in my opinion, it's kind of anti-feminist because when you praise women for subpar work, simply because they're women, you're kind of like belittling the gender, but that's fine. Nikki. Great female artist. She's the only good part of Swish Swish. She's the only good part of a lot of songs. True. You ever notice how like every time she's like featured on a song, it becomes her song? Yeah. Monster by Kanye West is the best example. It literally is just Nicki's song. You don't even remember who's yeah. the like the main artist anymore. You're like, Oh yeah, Nicki Minaj and then you're like, Oh wait, she was only featured in that. Oh, yeah. oh okay. Uh literally, until about two months ago, that song it was like from like twenty thirteen bottoms up 
which greatest song. Nikki has an amazing verse. I think it might be Trey songs. I believe it is. Yes. Yeah. Either way, Nikki murdered that. I mean, yeah, Nicki Minaj has always been a pretty good artist. Uh, you know, she's had some weird times and some questionable sexual songs. But uh, then again, who in the hip hop and rap game hasn't? All of them are. I'm a fan of questionable sexuality. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that's fair <laughs> enough. Okay, I'll accept that. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> but no, yeah, I didn't. I agree with you on like the whole. Uh, just because it's a woman, it's great thing because like a lot of women are liking that it's a female artist yeah. in the rap game, and it doesn't happen very often. I mean, like the last notable one was like Queen Latifah, yeah. And like besides that, it's just now we have Cardi B. I hope th- that she kind of does continue with it. Maybe collabs with some other artists. Yeah. Maybe make some more bangers. Um, that actually end up being really good. Yeah. So maybe hopefully she kind of learns how to like you know spit some fire, get some good flow in there, and right. actually have a good rap career. Um, Fun side note, if you're looking for a good female rapper, Cupcake with three Ks. Uh, I feel like I've heard this. Yeah, she's pretty good. She does well. She's been, she's kind of like up and coming. Uh, Nikki promoted her a bit, which is where I found out from her, about her. And yeah, she's doing well. She's pretty new, so she doesn't even have like a full album out yet. But like, yeah, she's been getting in there. She's doing well. There you go. Another Artemis artist recommendation to check out. Uh, number two, Rockstar. Um, I believe that was a number two last week also. So uh, I liked this song. I like Post Malone. Uh, mm-hmm. I liked Congratulations, Why Iverson's Okay. Uh, there's a, quite a few of his songs on his Stony album were pretty good. Um, I know he had talked about doing another album um, once Rockstar was out. He had talked about releasing another album that it was in the works. Yeah. Who knows when that's going to happen? <laughs> Stony took forever. So... Who knows when this next album will come out? Um, Matt's heart goes out to number three with "Look What You Made Me Do." You're doing so well, Taylor. It's I love you. Still top five, which is pretty impressive. Yeah, it considering is. it's been a bit, and it's still it's still up there. People are still liking that the old Taylor's dead. <laughs> <laughs> Don't we all just love a little death? Just a little bit of death is fine. Um, <laughs> Logic's "Suicide Hotline" song and "Despacito." For four and five, respectively. Man, um, they are holding out. They on the are. Charts. This top five is just chilling. It really, yeah. It is just chilling. I mean, it's honestly, it's kind of crazy that so, I feel like nothing's moved. Yeah. Side note on Rockstar: When it first popped up, I thought Rockstar by Nickelback because all I saw was Rockstar, and I was oh. like, I was like, what are they doing? Back? Great song. <laughs> you're like, you're like, wait a minute, this isn't a new release. I was like, uh, I'm okay with it, but sure. Yeah, I. Uh, I mean, because honestly, don't we all just want to be big rock stars? We do. In hilltop up, mansions, having 15 cars. <laughs> That's the only good thing Nickelback's ever done. Honestly, that song is like the classic Nickelback song where you're like, I enjoyed this, and I'm allowed to enjoy this because we all do want to be big rock stars. <laughs> you can't judge me for wanting to be a big rock star. <laughs> Uh, there's honestly nothing else. Doesn't really. Uh, Demi Lovato's "Sorry Not Sorry" is uh, moved up to number ten. There you go, Nick. Um, I just said there you go, Nikki. Demi. <laughs> we're so focused on how good of an artist Nikki is that Demi is kind of being shut out. Which can we really yeah. blame ourselves? No, we can't. I mean, Nicki Minaj is just great. I wrote an entire paper about how Nicki Minaj changed uh, men's sexual preferences to become more of an man situation and I if you look it. at the media if you go back to when she started her whole life she has a big butt thing and you look at to now the media really has changed to preferring women with uh, bigger butts 
We still have this problem where we expect them to have big butts and small waists, but that's a problem for another day. <laughs> we'll talk about that on probably the coven if we need to. Um, but yeah, no, I believe that. I can definitely see how that happened, the, yeah. the whole transition. Um, yeah, that has been this week's episode. Be sure to check us out on bitebsu.com. What a note to leave. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's fine. Uh, our Twitter, follow us on there. Uh, Matt is the great community host, posts a lot of things. Make sure to check us out. Stay up to date with stuff on that. Uh, check us out on SoundCloud, Ball State Daily. Uh, we post all of our podcasts. You can check us out, listen to any of them. They're all pretty great. They're all pretty great hosts. They're all pretty great people. Um, thanks for listening. <laughs>